Welcome into episode 10 of the 126. We made it this far. We're proud of it, but we're not stopping. We have baseball coaches, baseball players on for today's special episode. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome in. We had a little music mishap there, didn't we, Reed? Yes. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, you We're know good. what? How many episodes are we in? Nine? Ten. Ten. This, this is, ten. is ten episodes, and that's the first, that's Reed's first mistake. That is. So yeah. His plus minus rating is still way it's high still really in the positive good. category. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so I am Addison McKelvin. With me, as always, Coach Weaver, Athletic Director. Um, I forget your official title, Assistant Athletic Director. That's me. Oh, That's the official title. Coach O. And we survived, um, what did you call it, Ice Pocalypse? Ice Mageddon. Ice That's Mageddon. close, and that's a okay. pretty good one, too. Yeah. I would say Snowpocalypse. Snowpocalypse, yeah. Ice Mageddon. Um, we hope that everybody out there you know, stayed warm, didn't have pipes busting and losing power. I know it was tough for a lot of people. Um, it's kind of nice to see snow, but then after like a day, it's just yeah, we, it just gets in the way. The next... Ten years, we will not go on a vacation yeah. <laughs> anywhere in a cold climate in my family. That's what we were talking about with my students. I was like, getting snow is great, but here it's kind of pointless because we don't get to do much with it. You know, whenever you're little, it's fun. You get to make, you know, make a snowman or play in it. And then whenever we you're tried, older, my kids tried, but it was yeah. that snow was so dusty, it was yeah. so uh, dry. Maybe it wouldn't mm-hmm. really stick together, so we couldn't even throw snowballs at one another. Yeah, until. Like two days later, melting. and then yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was like throwing a rock, you yeah. know. And today it's 75 degrees is the high, so. Oh, yeah, that's well, Texas. I walked in it, made footprints, walked back in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Not playing with that? So, no, I'm out with that. Okay, so we know your opinion on snow. Let's hear your opinion on the subject spotlight today. It's time for Ozone. Ozone. Well, okay, well, we're just going to jump right into yep. it. The uh, subject spotlight for today, we're talking pies. Pies. Pizza pies. Okay. Uh-huh. So pizza. There's a lot of those around Forney, uh-huh. Texas. Yeah, and I know you're going to ask. Yeah. What's well, my fave here in Forney, yeah, America? Absolutely. He always does. Eno's. Eno's? Eno's okay. pizza. That's a good one. It's also the uh, closest to the administration building, That's I think. Right. It's very convenient. Yeah. That pig smiley. Pig Smiley is good. Yes. I really like Pig Smiley. It's my fave. So, that's right. You showed your colors that you're not a Forney person, because if you were, what would you say? Is your is, As a Forneyite, what's your favorite pizza place? I mean, in what era? I mean, if you go back like fair, 30 Addison. years, Pizza Grand, because <laughs> it's the only one. one. <laughs> exactly. Pizza Grand is right down the street from my house, yeah. and I... I don't go there very often anymore, yeah. but when I do go there, I'm like, this is so weird, because it's not that different. It feels the same. It's different spot or whatever. I don't think they have their arcade game anymore that they used to have. The same no, one. I don't know where the arcades went. I'm yeah. going to tell you, it's, I, I think they moved over from where they were originally, yeah, maybe. I think but, they did. Um, but, I've eaten in there a few times, and yeah. when you work you know, in Forney, you, you end up eating everywhere at some point. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it's good. I, I've always liked their pizza. Yeah. Uh, they had both doors open front and back, you know, so you've got a wind yeah. tunnel coming through there every <laughs> time I've eaten in. And so uh, I do like Pizza Grand. Well, I'll have to try it out. Yeah. You yeah, you should. Is That's, that your favorite, Addison? Uh, as a Forney person, yeah. I've recently really liked Mod Pizza. Yeah. Uh, just because I like to kind of build your own thing oh, yeah, as you go through because I can do kind of different stuff every time. I'm still a big fan of, like, delivery. I think Domino's is my favorite delivery pizza. Yeah. 
Um, but I'm a big like white sauce. Like I like Alfredo pizza. Alfredo pizza a lot. So who serves a good Alfredo pizza in Forney? Domino's has a good one if you're wanting delivery. Yeah, I like I like it with uh, like Italian sausage on it. It's really have good. you tried um, Palio's Alfredo pizza? It's pretty good. I have been there one time, like right when they opened, and it, I didn't go back not because it's not good. I mean, it was good. It's just one of those things. I just haven't been back there, but yeah. I'll have to try that because I like Alfredo pizza. I'll tell you, I'm going to throw CCs out there, and you can you can laugh at me if you want. I don't care. I'm going to say My it fight, because huh? I'm a guy that's usually in a hurry, and CCs yeah. is quick, and you can eat a lot. And I'm also a guy that eats a lot. Uh, they are also rolls. are probably our biggest uh, pizza athletic supporting group. They Shout give us a lot CC's. of pizza. Yeah. yeah, CCs sponsors a lot of our stuff and gives us pizzas. So, um, are you I a cinnamon roll person? You get cinnamon rolls when you not get so. Pizza? I'm not a big dessert pizza. You know, I mean, I I just like I like meat. Yeah, I don't. I don't really like, like to get into the rolls. sweet pizza. Uh, it's a little too too much for me. I'm pretty yeah. standard, pepperoni, mm-hmm. um, maybe jalapenos, black olives, maybe. But, and I got. I will say too, my kids. We go every Sunday, pretty much, out to Ben Wheeler. There's probably somebody listening, maybe somewhere that that's gone out there and gone to the Forge. The Forge is a really good place to eat. Um, we go every Sunday after church. We drive over there and. And uh, my kids get a pizza. It's called the Meathead. They call it the Bonehead because probably they've heard me call them the Bonehead from mm-hmm. when they were little, so it stuck. Uh, but it's really good. It's got a bunch of different kinds of meat on it. Like I said, I, I like a, a heavy-duty pizza. Mm-hmm. It's a really good one. So I got to throw so that in there, too. Is that what we're doing? Are we talking about favorite types of pizza, favorite That's pizza good, places? What are we doing? We didn't clarify. I mean, we can be flexible. Well, okay. It's whatever. You want to – I mean, it's whatever – Someone wants to say. Do you remember Pit Stop Pizza? I do not. That was in Forney. Really? I loved Pit Stop Pizza as a kid. They had a bacon cheeseburger pizza. It was really good. I'll tell you this. We we, uh, we went through some serious freezer pizza during Ice Mageddon, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because that's one of those things. You, you open a free I – mean, we, we ran out of food pretty quickly, <laughs> and uh, we got into the freezer. I'm sure I, I see California people kitchen. looking around. Those are good. Do you like the California I kitchen do. frozen ones? Yes. I like those. Yes. So. Um, uh, once again, a little too high class for me. I pretty <laughs> stick to Red Baron. <laughs> Red Baron's not bad. Uh, They're not bad. Yeah. Uh, I used to get the real cheap. Um, they were like a dollar whenever I was in college, and I would eat the whole thing. I okay. put I put shredded cheese on top of it. Let I don't know you. why I thought that made it better. I did this too. Cheese on and it. it was actually I think it was a I don't know if it was a Brookshire's brand or something, but there used to be one called High Top. Do you remember mm-hmm. High Top? Yes, sir. Coach I do. Farrow's on the microphone. Absolutely. Welcome yeah. to the pizza conversation, <laughs> Coach Farrow. Uh, he jumped in there on High Top. Yeah, that, that's good. Uh, but was that at Brookshire's or I Walmart? Think, I think Brookshire's High Top was Brookshire's. I think I it was too. You could get like two for a dollar, maybe, and Dang. you stick them in the oven for ten minutes or something. Man, I could eat those up. I could eat two, three dollars worth. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm like you too. I'd add a little extra cheese yeah. on top of it. There you go. All right. Well. We got. We've done. What have we done so far? We've done breakfast cereal. We've done Saturday morning, Saturday cartoons, morning cartoons, pizza, books. 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 Yeah, that was a good one. Okay, I'm looking forward to next week's. Um, you know, ozone. But we covered. We've covered a lot of different bases already. Yeah. But I do see a, a theme of food. Did you purposefully say that? that are you already using baseball yes. euphemisms? We're covering bases. Yes, we are. We're covering bases. That. Home run, Coach O. Good job. <laughs> Way to go. So now it's time to introduce our first coach um, for the day, and that is Coach Farrow at Forney High School, head coach of Forney High School Baseball. Uh, so it is time for the coach's office. The coach's office. What's going on, Coach? How are you? Hey, man, doing great. Appreciate you guys having us out today. 
Absolutely. So we already heard your opinion on pizza. Um, let's start talking about baseball. baseball. I, need, I need to get a quick yeah. shout out to Marco's because that oh. was not mentioned. In yeah, that's true. They're a fairly new place in town, mm-hmm. a couple years old, but uh, I think this, as far as uh, my family's favorite place mm-hmm. for delivery, that's Marco's. That's true. I don't think of Marco's a lot, and I probably should because every time I'm somewhere and they have it, I'm like, man, this pizza's good. Mm-hmm. So I was first discovered actually probably whenever they got here two or three years ago, and there was a uh, coach's hospitality room. I think it was probably a basketball tournament. I think I snuck in there and got me a piece. Yeah, there's that another one that support. That's the thing too is we we've got some great uh, mm-hmm. restaurants around town that support our events and donate stuff when we mm-hmm. when we have big events or we have football games or we have tournaments. Um, so we do we really do appreciate that in in the world of athletics because um, when they provide food, they're provide they're really supporting that whole event. Absolutely, Good we used to host a couple of tournaments. Um, a few years back, and um, we would always get some great support from our community and get food donated for our hospitality rooms and for our umpires and coaches, and it was a really good deal. I know that Whataburger and Canes are always doing yep. stuff. I know Madres, Taco Casa. I mean, yep. there's there's a them. ton of them. Well, you work in the press box. Yeah. So, so um, we have different restaurants bushes. that support. Yeah, mm-hmm. that Bushes does. They they donate food for – you pretty much named all, all the major players mm-hmm. there that – that donate food for our press box meals on Friday nights at varsity football. Because we've got a lot of staff that work up there and don't have an They come straight from work, right, and they're going to mm-hmm. be there at 11 or o'clock school. at night. Yeah, or school. Mm-hmm. Um, don't really have an opportunity to eat anywhere. Um, I mentioned CC's. We've, for years, we've put CC's pizzas, and Co- Coach Farrell's been in that booth, in our coach's booth. <clears throat> we provide drinks and food for our coaches because, again, they're coming straight out of the classroom probably, getting ready for a football mm-hmm. game, going straight up to the press box, and they're there till midnight or later. Um, you know, so it's a it's a it's a neat uh, way to support our kids through the event itself. Mm-hmm. I know that the Forney Athletic Media kids always enjoy the food. That's all you really have to say to get volunteers. They're like, <laughs> "Is there gonna be food?" Yeah, food, all right, I'm there. Usually, food and T-shirts go a long way yeah, in our they business. Do. Caps, yeah. baseball caps, absolutely in his world. So let's talk baseball. Baseball's starting to really, you know, get going, ramping up. How are you feeling about the season? Uh, we're real excited about the year and, and what we got going here. You know, obviously, ice Mageddon, snow yeah. Mageddon, whatever we're calling mm-hmm. it, put it had a little, put a little damper on it and set us back a little bit. But uh, we got a, we got our second uh, full scrimmage in last night against Mesquite Horn, and uh, we've de- we've definitely made some improvements from the first scrimmage up to, up to last night. Even though we had a, an entire week off, so uh, we're real excited about the season and what we got going. How does that, as a coach, just a little. Uh, I'm going to chase a rabbit hole here about about taking a week off like that. That's unexpected. How do you get players? What do you do? You usually do something different whenever everybody comes back, or you just try to pick it up where you left off? Uh, most of the time, you just try to pick it up where you mm-hmm. left off. You know, we encourage our kids to to be active at home for the week that they were out. And you know, I sent um, sports you messages throughout the week saying, "Hey, make sure you're staying active, staying busy. If you get a chance to go throw somewhere, go throw. If you got a place to go hit, go hit. Um, you know, obviously trying to make sure that they're staying safe as well but mm-hmm. you know uh, you're pretty limited on that especially as, as bad as it was for a few days here when really everybody was locked in so um, I, I think our kids probably did a good job of just staying active and making sure not to get out of shape in, in an eight nine day period that's hard too because during the covid close down now we could we could talk about we've talked about this with every coach but you guys missed an, essentially an entire season for the most part uh, last year which um, you know addison can cover in detail if he wants to but this was different, but <clears throat> it was it was also different because at least during COVID, you 
you you could you could get outside, you could you could work out, you could do some things. We were pretty much confined to the house. I know Coach Farrow was texting me at the end of last week about can we get in? Just you know, when are our buildings available? Can we get in Saturday? Because we knew we were going to be picking back up with activity on Monday, um, and and literally we're looking at seven eight days with almost zero ability to do anything. So um, we needed to get teams in on Saturday to be able to throw and to be able to get back in a little bit of just for safety, if nothing else, right, to get back in the routine of, of prepare, preparation so that we'll be ready to compete on Monday and Tuesday. Right. Yeah, basically we had eight days off and we got we got to work out like Coach Weaver said, we got to work out the indoor on Saturday and then we jumped right into a live scrimmage yesterday. Wow. Yeah, that's a quick turnaround. Um, it's not a good thing, but kind of a good thing for sports, at least as far as the level playing field, that every single county in Texas was under a winter storm warning, which yeah. is, I don't know if that's ever happened. If it has, it hasn't happened a long time. So that's almost a, a good thing that some teams weren't getting to practice and others weren't. And yeah. I'm sure that that made it somewhat easier for UIL and stuff like that. Um, so just to give, we like to give some background and stuff on our coaches, kind of give people a chance to meet y'all whenever you come on the show. So how long have you been with Forney ISD? It's my, this is my 12th year for, at Forney High School. Really? Yes, sir. That makes me feel old because I remember <laughs> whenever you got the job, I was in high school. <laughs> um, and I do have somewhat of a, not only that, I have somewhat of a connection. You're next door neighbors with my brother. I don't know if you know that, but you live right next door to my brother. I do. Yeah. Over okay. there. Uh, so that's a random little connection there, but uh, maybe I you guys could share some Marco's pizzas. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I don't because I don't know if I don't know if I've ever met you, but I had a bunch of friends that played baseball, and you were there whenever I was in high school. So I feel like I know you, but I don't know you. So it's nice to finally meet you, <laughs> yeah, um, Coach Farrow. I'd like for you to meet Addison. Yeah, Joe there Addison. we go. This Coach um, so so twelve years. What what kind of what did you do before you came to Forney? Where were you at? Well, I've obviously been. I'm an old fella now. I've been coaching a long time. I'm in my twenty uh, something, twenty two, twenty three, something like that. I've made a few different stops along the way. I coached in my hometown of Palestine uh, for a few years. I I left there and went to the Houston area for a few years before I got this job here in Forney. How do you like it? Well, First time on the on the show. You've been here for twelve years. Obviously, like obviously, twelve years. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm real, real fond of Forney. And yeah. It's a great place to call home and, mm -hmm. and raise your kids. And we've had a great, just really great experience here in this town. Absolutely. Hey, Annie has a son that plays on the basketball team. Yes, I do. I have, okay. I have two sons. So speaking of pizza, they eat a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one, one senior on the on the basketball team, and I have a, a sophomore that plays football and baseball as well. Um, what made you want to be a coach? Lifelong dream. There was mm -hmm. never a question in my mind what, what my career path was going to be. I was either going to be in the big leagues one day, mm -hmm. and that got cut a little bit short. I was fortunate enough to play a few years in minor league baseball, but mm -hmm. uh, whenever that career ended, I knew exactly what I was going to do, and there was never a question about it. We hear that a lot, don't we? Yeah. There, yeah, for sure. Is that – do you find that in your experience in coaching, do you find that most coaches are like that, or is that just a – is that a foreign thing, I, I coincidence? I don't certainly think it's common. Mm -hmm. I mean, because people – you know how it is. People that have a great experience usually, and I think athletics sort of lends itself to this, 
a great experience in athletics, a great experience with coaches who, who influence them, usually, um, who are role models for them. In my case, as you know, we've said on this, I'm a coach's kid. Mm-hmm. We interviewed Coach Fleener last, last time on the, on the podcast. He's a coach's kid. Coach Jackson over at North Forney is a coach's kid. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty common. But also, if you're not, those coaches that aren't a lot of times had a great experience with coaches early on in their lives and, and enjoyed athletics and, and bought into it and see firsthand what athletics has done for them and the people around them. Um, and that really leads down that path to putting back into it. And, and um, um, we've, we've got some great people that do that. Certainly, uh, Coach Farrell, Coach Sparks will be on here in just a moment. But Coach O and I were having this con- I don't want to d- diverge from Coach Farrell too much, but we were at a basketball playoff game last night. We, we, I don't know, you're going to do the weave at some point. We talk about all this stuff, but we were out in Rusk, uh, which is a long way out. You're from Palestine, you know. I where mean, Rusk I'm is. East Texas boy. I know yes, where sir. Rusk, Texas. Well, we is. got we, we found Rusk last night and and watched North Forney girls won a playoff game out there. They won the area round game against uh, Huntsville. Yeah, uh, my alma mater. Yeah, Coach O's alma mater. So, you're rooting for Forney though, aren't you? Or North Forney? Of course. Yeah, you know she was. Yeah. So we, but we were. Our conversation was about just how what great we're so fortunate to have so many great head coaches, assistants too. But our conversation was about our head coaches in our district, and um, you know we we take that for granted sometimes, and um, we get a little spoiled. Probably our parents, our community, uh, even us as athletic administrators, get spoiled with just how good our our head coaches really are. I mean, we're very fortunate to have top level premier head coaches mm-hmm. in our district programs everybody doesn't <laughs> you know you get out right. there in the world and and you know there are schools that don't have as as strong a people as we do and so we're, we're really blessed in that way and a lot of them got into athletics like coach Farrow, because it was good to them early on and now mm-hmm. they're being great back to the system and to our kids well the success of of forney high baseball speaks for itself so um He's a couple of years removed from a state finals team. Absolutely. Yeah, we were down in Austin. Uh, I know, was there for that. Pre-COVID not too long ago. Yeah. Seems yeah. like an, a decade ago. I had a couple of my Sunday just, school kids on that team, so I had to go watch them. So. It was uh, just three years ago. It seems like seems like a little bit longer than, you know, than it's that. Been a, but been a crazy last couple of years. Yes, yeah. sir, it has. Yep. Um, so let's – we can't spend too much time because we have several guests for, for the show today, but I do want to ask you um, what's something – you know, kind of within your coaching philosophy that you want your players to learn that's off the field? Well, first and foremost, discipline. We're going to we're gonna know how to act and, and, and behave, and, and, and that's going to carry on, you know, into their, into their adulthood. And, um, you know, our kids are going to do right and be right, and we want them to be good on the field, and uh, we want them to be good in the community. And, and when they grow up, mm-hmm. quote, unquote, grow up, yeah. we want them to be successful people in the real world, and that's that's real important to us. Obviously, we want to win baseball games too, but we want to make these young men turn into great men. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. Coaches are great at that. We've heard we've heard a bunch of different coaching philosophies, and it's interesting. They, they're a lot of them are similar, but it's interesting to hear. I always like to hear what what different coaches are passionate about within the realm of character and things like that, because it is it is pretty broad. Um, so, let's hear a little bit about y'all's next uh, y'all's next game. What do y'all have coming up? Well, the regular season begins this week. Um, first tournament is this weekend in Tyler, Texas. Um, We've been going to the Rose City Classic ever since I've been coaching here at Forney High School, and I'm not sure if they went to that tournament before I got here or not. I don't think so, but um, uh, excellent tournament. Um, quality opponents. Uh, most of the opponents are from the East Texas area. 
Um, it's always been a great tournament for us. It's a little bit of a drive, but it's well worth it to get the competition early in the season. Uh, we're going to face some really good baseball teams this week. Um, we start off Thursday. Uh, I believe our first game's at noon against Lindell. Lindell's a perennial good baseball team. We play Tyler Lee, excuse me, Tyler Legacy. Correct. <laughs> Formerly Tyler Lee, now currently changed the name of their school recently to Tyler Legacy. They're obviously the host team of that tournament. We play them um, on Thursday afternoon at 4 o'clock, and then we come back the rest of the tournament play a, a really good top-ranked team in the state, perennial powerhouse Hallsville on Friday. We actually play them a doubleheader on Friday. And then we come back on Saturday and play Sulphur Springs, who is, uh, again, a traditional playoff team. Every team in that tournament's a solid baseball team. And I haven't been to that tournament, but I saw a few years ago we are talking about that, that really deep playoff run you guys made. Um, and uh, you played at Tyler. I remember a, a playoff a game or a series at Tyler. I, I believe it was that was really good, very exciting. I, well, I don't can't remember what level of playoff that was, but um, it was pretty. It was pretty deep. I mean, it was you know. We played. We played several playoff games at yeah. Mike, Mike Carter Field. Is, yeah. a, is a is a great old great facility. Yeah. Ballpark. Um, actually, when I was a, a quite a bit quite a bit younger younger fella, uh, my last year uh, of pro ball, pro ball, I played in that city. So I got to play in that ballpark several times. You're for, very, for you're very familiar summer, with it, yeah. then. Yeah, so and I, you know I love where, that place. You know where a good pizza pie probably is in Tyler to um, take your team to. Yeah, we well team wise, we usually there's a CC's right down the road. There you yeah. go. <laughs> See, you can't go wrong with CC's. All right. <laughs> so, all right, coach. Well, thank you for coming on the show. We yes, appreciate sir. it. Um, appreciate good luck in the tournament. And um, next, we're going to talk to one of your players. So we're looking forward to that. Outstanding, great young man. Happy to have Mason Bowering here with us today. Like Coach said, we have Mason Bowering here. What's going on? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. We're excited to have you on here. We're always happy to have players on here. Um, so real quick, favorite pizza place? Mm, probably Napoli's. Napoli's? Like okay. Napoli's a lot. There's one that we didn't hear. Yeah, it's uh, true. That's yeah. been around in Forney for a while. So I think we've covered, we've covered almost all of them now. Um, so what position do you play? I play catcher and a little bit of first. Okay. All righty. Um, and I got to ask you this. I always like to ask players questions like this. Who's your favorite all-time baseball player? That's a hard one. That's a hard <laughs> That's one, a yeah. hard question. Um, for catcher, probably Yachty or Molina. Okay. Yachty. That's a good one. That's a catcher. I'm, I have to admit, I'm definitely basketball, football first. I didn't grow up. I think baseball is definitely one of those things where you kind of – you grow up playing baseball and you play baseball or you just don't. And my family just has always been a basketball family. But um, – I know who Yachty is because Yachty is like a legend. So mm -hmm. I can't um, think of anybody but Josh Hamilton. <laughs> You're not a baseball. Person? I mean, I'm a Josh Hamilton fan. Yeah. Well, as a Texas Rangers <laughs> person, if I hear catcher, I immediately think Pudge. So yeah, me too. That's who I think. Me Who's too. your favorite all-time baseball player, Coach? Yeah, it's hard. You know, I, I'm a um, I'm a homer, yeah. right? So I'm probably going to be a Rangers fan and and go back. I watched games in the old uh, Arlington Stadium. I guess mm -hmm. it was. Uh, prior to the ballpark, um, I mean Pudge is right up there for sure. Yeah, he really is. I mean, it's hard for me not to go to with Nolan just because he's such an iconic Texas. Yep. Uh, Astros, Rangers, Texas guy. You know, you see him on billboards everywhere. We have a billboard. Nolan Roy Beef. There's like he's the only uh, Major League Baseball player on a billboard in Forney, Texas. Yeah. That's true. Um, but um, you know, those the old Ranger teams mm -hmm. I enjoyed watching. Um, so let's move on to serious baseball stuff. Charlie Huff? Char Anybody? <laughs> the knuckleballer. <laughs> the knuckleballer. Um, 
So we're going to move on to baseball stuff if Coach <laughs> Weaver will let us. Oh, sorry. Uh, and i got to ask you, what's, what do you think is the most rewarding thing about being involved in this baseball program? Probably always being on a great team, a winning team all the yeah. time. Yeah. Do you have friends from other – friends or family from other cities that don't seem to – you know, make the runs that Forney does and, and kind of know what that's like? Or are you just like, you just have a good head on your shoulders and you understand that it's rare and you just enjoy it? Yeah, it is rare. Yeah. I just always had a good team since like six years ago. Yeah, six years ago. So you are a senior? Yes, sir. Okay. That's, I think we've only had seniors on here. That's yeah, a, yeah. It's yeah. a reward. That's right. Yeah. It's, be on this the podcast. Is not a, this is a got to be a big dog to be at this table, Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, so, could you tell us something about Coach Farrow that we may not know? <laughs> he has a, a couple of playoffs ago, a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, some kids wore white shoes towards the playoffs. I mean, the season. Mm -hmm. And we didn't make playoffs, so he won't let us wear white cleats ever again. Okay, so Coach is, is superstitious. Or as Michael Scott says, a little stitious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Farrow was sitting over there thinking, what is he about to say? What is yeah. <laughs> He went, with the, he went with the uh, was that a safe really one? politically Good? correct version. Okay. You know, uh, that's kind of a thing with baseball and softball oh. coaches. Uh, I th it's a thing with the sport in general. Yeah. yeah I, think so I mean, too. are you are you superstitious as a player? Not really. Not really? You can play, you can play. Can't, yeah. Can't. It's, a, it's interesting. I think that there's probably – do you think there's less of it now than there used to be? Because it uh, seems like one of those classic baseball things I to me. Know. But I don't know. Maybe less known than it used to be. Maybe they just keep it – you know, keep their superstitions in secret more. I don't know, but because even the ones who aren't superstitious, they won't step on the line. Right. Yeah. Like, right. I'm not superstitious, you, but then, but then you won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Watch them. <laughs> yeah. Because I see that stuff all the time. Do you have? Are there any players that are real superstitious on the team? Not that I can. I don't think so. So it's just Coach Farrell. I guess so. <laughs> no well, white shoes. They haven't oh, been no. in it long enough, have they, Coach? That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Mason, thank you for coming on the show. I know it's fast, but we got to keep moving because we got to get to the north side of town. Um, so thank you for coming on the show. We appreciate it, and good luck. So we're moving on to the north side of town. We have head coach Tommy Sparks. What's going on, Coach? How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm glad to be here, and, uh, you know, beautiful weather outside. It actually, you know, most people usually when it's cold and rainy, they're like, well, it's baseball season. Yeah. But, you know, it's this is a great change from a week ago. Absolutely. Um, so – Favorite pizza place? Got to ask you. Well, I'm not a. I don't live in Forney, so um, I would probably say Pizza Getty in uh, in Rockwall. Okay. Um, delivery, okay. probably Papa John's. Okay. Uh, which that, nobody mentioned that I was a little. No, I do like Papa John's. I like for Papa delivery. John's too. The works. Yeah. 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 Okay. And whatever um, the stuff they put in there, you dip it in. The what little garlic the butter. Garlic? Yeah. Man, that is, yeah. you could drink it probably. It is. It is. See, I'm going to be. Die, die young. Yeah. But you can, yeah. <laughs> it's really I'm, good. I'll be the the black sheep. I'm not a huge fan of Papa John's. Really? I do love Peyton Manning, though. I'm a huge Denver Bronco fan. Okay. So maybe that's so maybe that that is a little it bit. It just of a tastes reason. a little bit better yeah. to you. But I haven't I haven't had a chance to you know any of the local. The local pizza places, I haven't, you know, I hadn't even heard of the ones y'all were talking about. So really? I need to, I need to get out. Yeah, we well, I mean, I've I've been at North Forney for two years, and and uh, you know, I've coached seventeen baseball games. Isn't that crazy? And, uh, <laughs> so I'm just, I'm still just trying to learn everything. So, well, has anybody ever heard of Giordano Pizza? 
in, in like it's in Indianapolis, Indiana, Chicago. It's like no, deep dish that's way stuff. Too far pizza. North for me, yeah. especially since I'm not, I'm not. I'm not that well traveled. Well, Good it's job. very good. It it may be my favorite. I've never had favorite. pizza. So do you like either. Chicago style pizza more no, than? I liked that one. Yeah, because okay. I was I was at a club volleyball tournament, and and what I do at club volleyball tournaments was watch volleyball and eat. Is it Chicago style pizza though? Yeah, it's yeah, deep, deep dish. Deep, deep. Oh, it's yeah. filled like with the pepperoni. It's opposite. Yeah. Because in Chicago, if you haven't had Chicago style pizza, they put the cheese on the bottom and it's really thick, and then they put the sauce on the top, and it's really weird. The first time you see it, you're like, you messed up. Like, <laughs> you need to go get me a pizza. But it's good. It's just different. Um, and then New York style pizza is super thin. Yeah. Which New York style pizza is good, but you can't find. I've been to New York, and it's impossible to find the good one because every one of them says, like, the original New York-style yeah. pizza place, and they're all just lying. It's like on Elf whenever he runs yeah. in, and, and he's I think like, I'm, world's it, best cup of coffee. That's, yeah. what, that's it what it seems like. depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Sometimes I like thin. Yeah. Sometimes I like thick, like from Pizza Hut, pan-style. Mm-hmm. I like that. So, so we I'm didn't intrigued. say Pizza Hut. That's one of the that we never said. Pizza Hut's good, too. Yeah, it I, is. Well, I mean, you know... Yeah. If you're if you're an American in the 21st really century, yeah, I mean, pretty pizza, pretty much. The people didn't. Eat, it's crazy because 40, 50 years ago, I don't think people even really there weren't any pizza places. I think Domino's and I think I saw yeah. this on TV somewhere, but Domino's and Pizza Hut kind of started it up. You're probably probably right History now. Channel. <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, Something else my wife can make fun of me about, but the uh, podcast. My kids do. I don't. I will. Yeah, depending on the, on the pizza, but I will. Boat, yeah. I love ranch dressing. History lesson, ranch was invented by a plumber. I always say that to people. There's this plumber that just th- thought of making a sauce, so he made ranch dressing. So if you have a dream, go for it. <laughs> How about that? Encouraging words. A lot of other things six. a plumber could call it besides ranch. <laughs> I, I don't know where the name came from, ranch. but it's good. I'm still intrigued by Pizza Getty. I've never eaten there. I don't think I've ever and heard of it. And where is it in Rockwell? It's, yeah. Uh, it's... It's right there on Ridge and Horizon, like kind of by Rockwall Sports Center. Yeah. Another food place, Coach. What is it you like about What's pizza another Getty food place pizza? it's by? Uh, oh, yeah. Landmark spot. Yeah. It's by this, the, the Rise? Like the... No, no, no. That's, oh, okay. No, no, no. No, yeah. no, on Ridge. Oh, okay. On Ridge and Horizon. Well, you said the Rockwall Sports Complex or whatever. No, the Rockwall Sports Center. Oh, okay. I got you. Rockwall got you. Sports Center. Okay. Um, right, kind of by Panera. Panera, Jack in the Box. Across the street from Chick-fil-A. Okay. Um, Sure. Remember, like the old bells we'll used to it. be in Rockwall. Next time, we're if in my Rockwall, wife was on here, she would tell you it. that I am like, if I'm the last person you should ever ask for I directions or anything, I can't tell you how to get the. You don't drive the baseball bus, do you? I do. Uh-oh. I do. But oh, I am. I've got about three people with their, uh, you know, on the ways and, the, yeah. and they got their maps going. So, uh, yeah. well, as long as y'all get there. We're good. Hey, he is a baseball coach, too, besides the pizza Yes, here. besides pizza, we can talk about baseball. Okay. And you mentioned you've been with Forney for two years, yes. coached 17 games. Yes. Where were you before that? Well, I, I spent uh, t- 12 years in McKinney. Um, I was in Prosper for a couple as the head coach. I was an assistant the whole time in McKinney. Um, I was head coach at Naaman Forest in Garland for three years. Um, I bounced around a little bit more than than Coach Farrow, but I, and I but I am younger than he is. I just want to. I always like to throw that out there. Uh, but so this is my twenty first year, okay. and um, and I you know I'm I'm just happy to be here. I love I love North Forney. Um, I, I feel like our athletic administration is awesome. You know, you're talking about all the things that we've had to deal with in the last year and a half. Um, you know, our admin team has been tremendous as far as the communication and, and you know, because 
for every question that that we have, we've got a set of parents that have twenty. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's a good uh, way to look at it. Yeah, and so it's 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 been awesome. You know, he's less experienced than Coach Farrow. You would think that he's more experienced because yeah. he's the first guy to mention how great the athletic is. I good know. job, <laughs> hey, good job, Coach. I was about to say that has nothing to do with the fact they're sitting across from me. Well, I you know I thought I can I can win a point here. Absolutely, <laughs> smart um, man. Yeah. So. Tell us, um, tell us a little about your background. Where are you from originally? I'm from Princeton. Okay. Um, and uh, I'm not going to pretend like I know where Princeton is. You don't know where it's Princeton is? It's not that far, is? Addison. Where is it? It's by Farmersville, no, McKinney. Okay. Yeah. I'm, there, I'm there with you, though. I'm not great okay. with directions. Okay. I okay. always tell everybody directions based on what, <sighs> what stuff is there, what right. restaurants are there. Yeah. Uh, so I've probably been to Princeton, but I'm not good at remembering all the names. Yeah. Princeton is, is eight miles east of McKinney. Oh, Okay. Then I've been there. Um, and uh, so I went to high school there. Um, I played baseball in junior college at Collin College. Uh, then I went out to Texas Tech, got my degree from there. I didn't, I didn't, I, yes, yes, ma'am. I didn't, I didn't play at Tech. I wasn't near that good. Um, I'm not like Coach Farrow. I don't have a, I don't, I didn't have three years of minor league baseball. I mean, he's, he's hanging all his skins on the wall when he gets on here. Um, Stop bragging, Coach Farrow. Yes. But, uh, but, so I've I've been in the Metroplex uh, for the exception of the three years I was out in Lubbock. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I you know this is really I, I can't imagine living anywhere else and and I actually I live in Heath but um, you know we'll this, forgive you for it. Heath is well, very nice. It's it, because of the pizza. Game. Don't even get me <laughs> don't even get me talking about about that. That was that was just we moved out here when I got the name and force job and my wife got a job in Heath. And that's so that's yeah. So you, you live know. in Heath. There you yeah, go. we live in Heath. We're the poorest family in Heath. <laughs> but you know what? Yet another example of a very smart man. Because if his wife is happy, where she yeah. is, exactly right. right. Happy wife. Exactly right. Happy life. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so what made you want to be a coach? Well, I think it's a calling. Um, you know, I've I've always been you know super into into sports and athletics. Princeton was a three A school, so I played everything in high school. Football, baseball, basketball. I even played tennis a little bit in the spring, um, and uh, I just, you know, kind of like Coach Farrow said, I never really saw myself doing anything more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of flirted with the idea of going to law school when I first started college, and then uh, I thought, and then I saw how much further that was going to take me as far mm-hmm. as education went, and I went, okay, no, let's let's <laughs> no. figure out something else, and um, you know, I'm so settled into. This lifestyle that we have, um, as far as you know, being off the same time as my kids and all that stuff, that it uh, it uh, I can't imagine doing anything else. I love it. Well, we're we're glad you love it. I haven't heard any coaches that that say they hate it, but then again, the athletic directors they, are sitting with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not going to put them on the podcast if they do. Sucks. They probably wouldn't be. Um, <laughs> the truth is, not just in Forney ISD, but probably they won't be coaching long, right? Because he talks about the lifestyle, and you, you know. You are off at the same time as your kids. You you know you you kind of live in that uh, world of education, which is which is uh, we talk, I talk about this with Coach Jackson, your coordinator over there at North Forney. It's not the real world. It's a different world. Right. All right. It, it's a it's almost like a parallel universe. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, because you're dealing with with student athletes, particularly for us, but you're dealing with kids. Right. And everything there it, it has to be seen through that lens. <clears throat> but if you don't love it. You're not going to last as a coach because we've said this on the podcast too. Two full-time jobs. You've got your full-time job as a teacher in the classroom, but then on, in addition to that, you've got a lot of responsibility and, and, and full-time um, uh, investment 
as a head coach, right. particularly assistant coach too, but the head coach, there's just so many things you've got to do, so many hours. I think I'm, Coach Farrell's one that told me this, but I think uh, Coach Sparks has been running, even in the off season. I think you've run a baseball league for a long time, isn't that the truth? Can you? Yeah, the well, the, the fall, league that, fall that, league that we participate in, I've got probably 20 high schools that are in it. and yeah. So I'm always – I'm always doing something, right? Just to you know, I I didn't like some of the leagues that we had been in in the past, so I started my own and sure. and uh, you know, so I'm I'm constantly just looking for ways to you know to be more involved and and you know give the kids the best experience that they can get. And that's so. it. It's a it's when he says lifestyle, it's it's a complete uh, submersion, you know. In it, I mean, it's uh, coaches really, especially head coaches of. of of premier programs, 5A programs like we have, um, it never stops, really. Right. I mean, it's it's a 365-day-a-year job and um, so many layers, so many different uh, aspects of coaching that most people don't even know, which is kind of, kind of a fun thing for us to be able to get into at least a little bit on the right. podcast. But um, it's kind of a neat deal to hear him say that lifestyle because mm-hmm. it makes me think about a lot of things besides just X's and O's and on the field. Right. Um, and aside from – Baseball, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Coach Farrow. You can't say discipline. What is uh, what's something that you really hope that your players take with them off the field? You know, I probably would have said discipline uh, a couple years ago, and, and not to not to say that we don't, you know, that we don't try to instill that in our players and stuff. But I think relationships. Mm-hmm. I just think that in today's times, and you don't have to look far to know what I'm talking about. People just aren't kind to each other anymore, and I'm, you know, we are constantly on our, I've got three daughters and, uh, you know, we are constantly on them about just being nice to people Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, and, and learning how to take care of yourself as far as, you know, in relation to other people and, and, um, you know, constantly, if you're not constantly working on, on a relationship, whether it's wife, girlfriend, friend, Mm -hmm. you know, then it's, it, it's it's just tough to maintain a certain level of, of you know where you want it to be. So right. I think that's probably the that's probably the biggest thing. And I think that kind of fits in with with our overall culture at, at North Forney. Um, and you know definitely the culture that I'm trying that I'm I'm trying to get going in the baseball program. So I loved it. I love that you you just mentioned that about how a lot of people just aren't kind to one another. And that's that's definitely true because that's something that that I talk about like with my students or just kind of something that I take with me and that is to treat people like like respect is not earned but to carry yourself like you have to earn it and I think that's something that a lot of people don't don't touch on is that we kind of have this you know what's in it for me mindset a lot of times when we meet people mm-hmm. instead of just saying like hey you're a person I'm going to treat you well right. and and I think that um, in terms of focusing on relationships and stuff, that's that's awesome because we have so much time where we spend on our phones and all this stuff, and we we don't spend as much time developing those, especially friendships in high school, because those are those are really important for young people. And I I tell my kids that all the time, like you're never going to see all your best friends in the same day right. unless you spend a month planning it, right. you know, after high school. Well, and that the phones. Yeah. I mean, if I take my daughter's phone away. Mm-hmm. It takes all her ability to handle her relationships around her mm-hmm. away, because they're mm-hmm. not used to face to face talking. Uh, it's it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know, people don't know how to talk to each other anymore. Right. And so that's that's something that that I you know I know I'm only one person, but I, it's a, it's a lonely fight. What a yeah. neat aspect of sports. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like we we all know the benefits of sports, but 
but it's it's almost like every every decade, every generation, every uh, advancement, quote unquote, society makes gives us another layer of reasons why sports are so important right. uh, mm-hmm. in the lives of the student athletes. You got to put your phone down, man. You got to put your you, phone down. You can't you play anything with your phone and love <laughs> and and you got to communicate with your players and you got to mm-hmm. take that discipline and and take that that love and respect and admiration and and interaction um, that you're getting and young people this age are learning those lessons literally right yeah they're learning mm-hmm. math and they're learning science and, and, and they're learning um the academic lessons that are going to benefit them for the rest of their lives but um how thick is it um if you get into be a student athlete in a program like the programs you guys run right um the lessons that you can learn that are going to apply forever well this seems like a great place to wrap up our interview with you Coach Sparks, we appreciate you coming on. Well, thank you. Um, good luck. Good you know, it's it's, uh, it's getting serious now, getting started up. So good luck to y'all. And would you tell us a little bit about uh, this this senior that we're about to talk to here? Uh, Elion is, uh, you know, he, he's been one of the mainstays at North Forty for mm-hmm. you know several years. Been one of the better players that uh, that I've that I've coached and been around. Um, you know, he, he's the backbone of our team, and much like uh, Mason is for Coach Farrell, he's our catcher. So mm-hmm. he's, um, you know, that 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 position just kind of lends itself to being the leader on the field, mm-hmm. and you know, and I think he is, and and he walks the talk, and uh, and we're lucky to have him. We are here with Elion Gonzalez. What's going on? I'm going good. I mean, weather's good, and so baseball's starting, so yeah. it's just time to roll. Yeah, absolutely. So we already heard, um, we already heard that you're a catcher. Let's back up a little bit. Favorite pizza place? You might disagree, but. I'm going with CC's because okay. you can't go wrong with the buffet and the, the dessert. Yeah. I mean, the brownies, go. cinnamon rolls, it's... Yeah. I didn't even mention buffet. Yeah. That's a whole nother level of... It's a, gr- of, <laughs> it's a great deal. Terrible, pizza appreciation. Like, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And that is a sports thing, right? Like, I don't think there's a person that's played a rate, like played sports throughout their life yeah. that didn't end up at CC's after yeah. a game. That's true. So, or ponchos, we said... I mean, ponchos, sorry. raise up flag. Had to, had to do it. Um, so, we know that you're, you're a catcher. How are you feeling about, about the season so far? I'm just, I mean, last year got cut short, mm-hmm. so it's like, I mean, everything that's been going on, you're like, well, are we going to be, be able to play? And so it's looking good right now. I don't want to jinx it, but I'm just ready to get this season going and mm-hmm. make sure it's on track. And this was a question that I was going to ask Mason, but I totally forgot. So as a senior, how much of kind of a kick in the pants was was missing a lot of last year too? Like, oh, man, I really better, you know, cherish next season. Yeah, I mean, like, I've been in – uh, varsity three years and I've had com- some of my buddies that are seniors and like it's more of just like it's fun to be able to play and play with them so last year you had a group of seniors while I was a junior and you were just like all right well we just lost the season with them and that's the one that you want to you know their senior year you want them to play and they just I felt bad for them that's mm-hmm. what it was um, and I, I did ask this question um, to Mason so what do you to you what is the most rewarding thing about being part of this program I think it's just the relationships and the brotherhoods that you have just with like the people you came with came in with and so like every year there's a new group freshmen sophomore and it's like more of just bringing them in and having them like under your arm as in like I mean they're just brothers to you and you just want to play and win together so and is there anything about coach sparks that you could tell us that we don't already know (laughs) there's actually a diet dr pepper over there on the ground that i had to get for him this morning because i left my bag in the dugout last night and he Uh picked it up and so every time you forget an item you have to get that coach a soda and so that dr pepper right there is definitely 
something that y'all probably don't know about. There you go. Did well, you I, ever have anything like that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Listen, I, it, here's what popped into my head. Probably should even talk about this on the podcast, but I had a seventh grade history teacher. If you left anything in his classroom, <laughs> anything, then you got one lick for it, a swat for <laughs> yeah. it, right? And so he, this is, I'm going to age, date yeah. myself again, but he had a paddle he kept in his classroom in a prominent location so everybody could see it. And I swear one of my seventh grade classmates planted my notebook <laughs> in his class. And it's a huge so, conspiracy. Yeah. So <laughs> I go through all of elementary, you know, I'm a good kid. I never get, I mean, I got in trouble, but I, you know, yeah. whatever, but never got licks. You never got, got licks. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I did in seventh grade for leaving my notebook. So, hey, Diet Dr. Pepper, you got off yeah. easy. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the 21st century. <laughs> Kudos to Coach Sparks for it being a diet, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> and Dr. Pepper, we, we always talk about Texas on here. Yeah. Dr. Pepper, we were actually talking about this in my class today, and it was the highest selling like sodas, and Dr. Pepper was like number five like every year, and that was kind of surprising me because I didn't number even, one Coke. Coke. Yeah, that's mine. In Texas? No, in the United States. Oh well, it's one. Dr. Pepper's re really regional. Right, but I was kind of surprised they were that high. Oh, I was yeah. like, dang, Texas is like getting Dr. Pepper. In the it's got to be number one in yeah. Texas, though, right? We, uh, you need to do some research I on will. this. I, it might be. Coke might be, be too. I want to know where Fanta Strawberry was on that list. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on it. Oh. Mm. Is that your soda Rick. of choice? Well, it's Coke, but yesterday at Whataburger, I did get a oh, Fanta yeah. Strawberry. And I would ask you what your favorite drink is, but you are an active athlete, and I know you're not drinking Straight sodas. Water. There you go. There you go. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. So we'll we'll end it there. Hey, wait, you didn't ask his favorite baseball player. I thought that was That's a really true. good question. I skipped that one, too. Um, who's your favorite all-time baseball player? I grew up a Red Sox fan because my family was Yankees fans, so I'm okay. always on the other side. Yeah. So I'd have to go with uh, David Ortiz. Okay. David Ortiz is good. awesome. Isn't that yeah. Big Poppy? Yes, man. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> David man. Ortiz is, I think, one of those guys that just <clears> – <throat> baseball people like David Ortiz. Yeah. I've never heard anybody say, like, I hate David Ortiz. That's like, I don't know. I hear the same thing with King Griffey Jr. Yeah. You know. But anyway, thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Thank Good luck this me. season. Um, and next, we are going to go to a special edition of The Weave. And the only thing special about it is yeah, that it's at the end of the show instead right. of being at the beginning because I forgot. Yeah. Hey, everything's special on the 126, Addison. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the weave, I can get right to it and make it really quick today, but the truth is um, I spoke too soon uh, a couple of weeks ago mm -hmm. when I said spring has sprung. and, and then I, And then last, or two weeks ago, actually it was, because we didn't get to host this last week because of the weather. Um, but I said it looks like Punxsutawney Phil uh, saw his shadow. And I look around the room, and it's like I'm speaking Latin. <laughs> Nobody has any idea. Coach Farrell's looking at, at me like that now. Punks Tony. Okay, know, he knows Punks of Tony Field. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, six more weeks of winter, and the first one was brutal after that February 2nd uh, Groundhog Day, mm -hmm. or I guess whatever second week it was. Um, it was pretty rough last week. And as, as you know, when the snowball rolls, um, no pun intended, or maybe pun intended, it just it just gets bigger. So we went that week without hosting any athletic contests. Well, these are these are games we have to play. I mean, it's not like you can just say, "Ah, oh, we're not going to play them." We're in the middle of 13 5A soccer. We've, we're trying to finish up 
our district certification for basketball. Uh, we got playoff basketball that started up. Uh, obviously, baseball is just trying to get started. They know they're going to hit the meat of their season with now with you know without a, really a week and a half of of no preparation when they needed to be getting some pretty deep preparation. We canceled track and field. I mean. Um, we can't have our first junior high track meet, not because the weather's not great. It is. It's because our kids spent a week and a half not having any practice. So junior high kids have to practice to prepare for that first meet. So um, I do want to mention, though, we have started off on a roll again here in a big way because we have events every single night this week. Um, also, once we, you know, we had guys uh, falling over each other to get into practice in the indoor on Saturday afternoon. Um, we had a playoff basketball game with North Forney girls on Monday last night in Rusk. They won. They're going to the regional quarters. Forney high school boys and uh, North Forney boys are both. I'm stealing Little Reed's Thunder. I don't want to get too much into that because he's going to tell you about the events. But there's a bunch of them, right? Mm-hmm. we got playoff games tonight. Um, That's We were, in our last episode, we were talking about how yeah. Forney needed to win against <clears throat> they did or Crandall, and they beat both of them. They beat them both, yeah, yeah. yeah back to back, so. and then came back and beat Crandall by like 15, 20, 18 mm-hmm. something. Really, we were playing very well going into Ice Mageddon. Yeah. Ho- hopefully they can retain that, because now what did they, you know, everybody's had a, one practice or something coming off of that to prepare. Interestingly, North Forney, so Forney already knew their opponent because Midlothian had already clinched, but... The rest of the teams in 14-5A, um, they didn't even get their last district game in. Mm-hmm. So they had to play their last district game on Saturday once travel was safe enough for people to get back into a gym. And then after that game, they had to play tiebreaker games on Saturday. Um, so literally, Coach Bryant and North Forney were flipping coins on um, Sunday morning to, to try to determine when the game was going to be. So um, up to the last minute, we got a lot of soccer this week. Forney played North Forney last night, mm-hmm. um, so and that was a makeup from the Friday before right. we got out for weather. So it's really, really compacted into um, a lot of activities in a short period of time. And um, you know, you, people, I appreciate people being patient because we've had to reschedule a lot of stuff. We still are even just because of facilities and access and getting people in and out. Um, we're trying to help people host. We're, we're hosting some games. In our gyms, for example, but playoff games, um, because we need people to host us. You know, I mean, uh, in Mesquite ISD, they're they're um, hosting some of our playoffs. We're hosting theirs, uh, even though we're not hosting a lot of playoffs in general because of COVID. So, uh, it's just an interesting time coming off a week like that uh, to try to get everything in. Hey, can I just go back to that coin flip on Sunday and enlighten y'all a little bit on what really happened? Mm-hmm. So, Coach Weaver and I get a text from. Coach Brian about eight thirty, and I'm laying in the bed, and he goes, "Hey, can you know you guys be on a Zoom at ten o'clock?" And so I'm like, "Yeah, sure," because I'm, I mean, I'm just gonna not be on the video, so no one's gonna see anything but my name, and uh, Coach Weaver will just be on there live, and I get a text from him, "Hey, can you get on that Zoom because I'm gonna be at church?" So I had to get up, <laughs> get ready, put some clothes on. To go sit on that Zoom with Coach Bryant. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Coach Weaver. Yeah, I was in church on Sunday. And, hey, uh, you, you knew that this wasn't a five-day-a-week job when yeah, you signed up. I was going to be on it. I just <laughs> yeah. wasn't going to be on the She wasn't going to be active. She was yeah. just going to be watching. Yeah. Um, anyway, he, he lost the flip, yeah, unfortunately. We, lost the flip. we talked about flip. This is a whole other podcast, really. We, get in flip. we talked about this a little bit yeah, when we were, we're sitting over. around. 
I know we are. Whatever, 50 minutes. And we're not going to get into it, but you'd be people out there in the world would be surprised at how big of a of a mm-hmm. role coin flips or whatever the substitution for a coin flip is if you can't be face-to-face, have in high school sports from the very first coin flip and very first football game in August mm-hmm. all the way to the state uh, baseball game, you know, and, and every game in between, you know, um, coaches winning coin flips. We set our all-time winner, I think. Uh, Coach Fleming, last round of the playoffs, won five in a row. Yes. Uh, five playoff, five flips in a row to get mm-hmm. pretty much got everything he wanted in that in that playoff game setup. So that's just interesting. That's yeah, that's incredible. I mean, he just he got a raise right after that, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So one new shiny quarter. Yes, we have we have got to move on. We're over fifty minutes. We've taken a lot of time, <laughs> so we're going to move on to around town with Reed Kirkwood and Cameron Rideau. That is everything that's going on around town. Make sure you tune in next week. We have a very special. So welcome back to the best segment on the 126 podcast, Around Town. And uh, it's me, Reed Kirkwood, like always. And then the second episode starring on the 126, Cameron Rideau. Here, ready. <laughs> so for um, boys, boys basketball, or 40 boys basketball, plays their first playoff game against Midlothian today. On the 23rd, uh, the boys uh, finished 10 and 13 on the season, and the girls finished 4 and 8. So baseball, we had Coach Farrell on and Coach um, Sparks, but Coach Farrell and the Forney Jackrabbits they play their first uh, tournament this weekend at Tyler Legacy. But another game they play is Rockwall on March 5th, and then softball. They play Plano West on the 23rd, which is today, if you're listening on the 23rd. And for track, there's a track meet at Crandall on the 25th. And then tennis, which is a new sport that we have. Um, their next match is on the 26th at South Hills High School, and it is a two-day tournament. So now I can pass it off to the North Forney side of Cameron. Okay, so we got a great week uh, with North Forney. For the most part, we had basketball boys won against Greenville, 73 to 46. Their next game is going to be against Joshua High School, High School in the playoffs. Uh, the girls won against Claiborne, uh, 48 to 36, and they also won against Huntsville last night, 46 to 41. Uh, for baseball, like Coach Sparks, uh, they have tournaments coming up against Wilson High School on the 25th. Uh, softball's next is going to be at Plano East. And for soccer last night, the boys, they ha- they're they playing against West Mesquite next week. The girls last night, though, they lost to Forney, unfortunately. But next time for sure. Track episode. It is the 25th anniversary of the Clay Jones track meet. That's coming up soon. So we're going to have some track legends. We're going to have different guests on here. Um, It's going to be an awesome episode. So make sure you stay tuned for that. This was episode 10 of the 126, and we will talk to you next week.